goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. So soon again, my friends, we are at a Monday afternoon. And welcome to Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. If you... Would like to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us, 800-848-9222. And as always, an overflow of news. Donald Trump in court in New York. It has been fireworks city. The judge has been telling. Telling Donald Trump to stop making speeches, threatening to throw him out of the class, out of the out of the courtroom. Donald Trump has been letting them have it. Call Letitia James, and rightfully so, a hack. And uh, it has just been the reports of this Trump and Judge Enger on trade jabs during former president's testimony. Uh and and he's uh, the judge telling Trump just just please just answer the questions no speeches. And Donald Trump, of course, is just letting them all have it. So we shall see. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 some of, some of these questions and answers are just hysterical. It's the kind of thing that that most people would dream of saying in court, but would never do it. And, of course, Donald Trump does it. So uh, there's only one way this this case is going to end, uh, and then it will have to be appealed. Meanwhile, the mainstream press is after Eileen Cannon. That is the judge. In the in the Florida case, Jack Smith, the prosecutor there, can Eileen Cannon be removed from Trump case? Eileen Cannon faces growing calls to be removed moved over partisan act. What is the partisan action? They're saying she should be because she's actually entertaining the idea of giving Trump enough time to put together a reasonable defense, and she doesn't want to rush the trial according to what persecutor. The persecutor in this case, Jack Smith, wants. She's been criticized by legal experts for her response to federal persecutors urging her not to be manipulated. What? Into into delaying the trial. They are so afraid. They are so afraid that this trial is not going to be concluded in the election year 
and that Donald Trump will actually win the presidency and then have be able to clean out the corrupted Justice Department. That is what the real story here is. Imagine that. When have you ever heard when have you ever heard about someone asking for a judge to be removed because the judge might might consider delaying the trial from the date that the persecutors want. And that's what's going on here. But even the legal experts are weighing in. Will Kennan be removed? Well, Jack Smith has to go to circuit, to the circuit court to get a new judge. And success in any such effort at this point seems highly improbable. Why is it improbable? If the judge is doing something so, would be doing something so dramatically wrong to merit her being taken off the case, then the other judges on the circuit would clearly see it and say, oh, we can't have that. But they know that there is nothing wrong in the judge making a determination based on the facts presented to her whether or not she should delay the trial. But the fear, the fear, is that this won't be what they all wanted, an election year gang up on Donald Trump. And they have reason to be afraid, even more reason than ever. Here's a story that has circulated wildly over the weekend. Trump leads in five critical states as voters blast Biden. Times Siena poll finds. Now, usually if it's a poll by some right-wing, quote-unquote, group, doesn't matter how accurate the methodology of the poll, doesn't matter any of that, they would dismiss it because it doesn't come from the source that they want it to come from. In this case, this poll was conducted by the New York Times, the old gray lady, the bastion of liberal journalism, and Siena College. And the results have liberals around America shaking in their proverbial boots. President Biden is trailing Donald J. Trump in five of the six most important battleground states one year, and we are at the one-year mark, folks. We are in election year. One year before the 2024 election. Suffering from enormous doubts, enormous doubts about his age and deep dissatisfaction over his handling of the economy and a host of other issues. In Nevada, the polling shows Donald Trump 52 to 41% over Biden. In Georgia, and you remember how important Georgia is, Scene of the persecution, 
of Jack Smith in Georgia. Donald Trump is leading in the poll, 49 to 43%, which I guess would require another water main break on election night in Georgia so they could clear the room of Republicans and do what they do. In Arizona, Donald Trump at this point, 49 to 44% lead, plus five. In Michigan, Donald Trump, 48 to 43, another plus five. In Pennsylvania, the battleground state of Pennsylvania, Donald Trump, 48 to 43%. And in Wisconsin, Biden holds a narrow 2% gap over Donald Trump, 47 to 45. But in five of those six states, the key battleground states that will most likely determine the election, Donald Trump is leading. And these come above, most of those leads are above the margin of error when you look at polling. They'll usually give a plus or minus three points. He's over that. The only one that's close to the three-point, what would be a three-point margin of error, is the one that shows him losing, which means if that's within the margin of error, he could sweep all six if the election were held today. And this poll has, in fact, Axelrod, Obama's guy, Axelrod, is out saying that Biden should seriously consider dropping out based where things are today. I want you to pay close attention to this. Actually, Diego, we shall need Taris theme for this part of the poll because there's something here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here reading the poll. And and I got to tell you, y'all, this is this is troubling. For, 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 for us Democrats, this is bad news. And I I, I, don't, I don't know how this happened. But it looks like the colored vote's starting to move. Yeah, I, I say, I'm sorry. We, we're not allowed to call the colors colors no more. We have to call them. Well, what that name they like to be called there? Uh, 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 what, what y'all like to be called these days, boy? I'm sorry, son. Um, y'all, what y'all like, y'all? What, what Africa, Africa, America, something like that. Yeah, you know, we used to calling y'all another word, but I can't even say that no more. I like to. I almost might get thrown out of my only white country club over there. I, I, yeah, I'm part of that country club with Sheldon Whitehouse. You know, that senator from Kentucky, we in that all-white <laughs> country club. Yeah, Democrat. Democrats, can, we the ones that started the all-white club, boy. What's wrong with you? Anyway, let's get back to the poll. Um, We, we, we got this here poll from, from them Yankees up there in, in the New York Times, them, you know, them them, them fellas up there, up, in, up north. And I got to tell you, we, we, we don't like what we're seeing here. 
We're, we're, we're having some problems apparently communicating with them people. Uh, this, this poll, this thing, this poll say that black voters who have been the long bulwark for us Democrats, because we had them, we had them right where we wanted them for years and ye- and decades, in fact. We, we managed to convince those folks. Let me tell you something. We managed to convince them that Republicans was their enemy. We did. We pulled a fast one on them. We said, we, we said, them, them Republicans, they hate y'all. Now, now keep in mind, we're the ones that kept them in Jim Crow all those years. We're the ones that kept them. We, why, we the party of slavery. That's the Democrat party. We the party. Remember, if you go back in your history long enough, we know y'all don't read that stuff no more. But y'all remember that, that, that Abe Lincoln, that boy was a Republican. Now he started them Republicans to fight us, Democrats, because we was the part of slavery then. We the part of slavery now. We the part of slavery forever. But that's another matter. But we, we, we managed to convince them people in the 1960s. Thank you, John Kennedy, that, that we was, we was the ones that was for, for the blacks. We can't stand them. But but we convinced them that we, that we was for them and the Republicans hated them and they bought it hook line and sinker. At least they bought it till now, and that's where the problem come in. You see, my friends, black voters long the bulwark for does Democrats and for Joe Biden, who who called them. He said he didn't want his kids going to that jungle school, going to no jungle schools with them people. Said them black little boys and girls used to like to rub on his legs. Like sound a little pedo to me, but they rub on his legs to feel the soft white blonde hair or whatever it was. Anyway, black voters long the bulwark for Democrats, for us Democrats and for Joe Biden are now, now. Registered, they're now registering twenty-two percent support of Donald Trump in these in 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 these in these here battleground states. Ain't nobody ever seen no numbers like this before. Not since we turned them black them blacks from them blackies from them black folk from being Republican and convincing them to become Democrats with the folks that hated them. We ain't never seen no we folks I'm telling you something going on here. I don't like this. This this dangerous for us Democrats because it means that them people starting to wake up. Something happening out there. Something happening out there and we don't like it. 22% of them people are saying that they're going to vote for that Donald Trump. We done every, we did everything possible against it. We got this guy so tied up in courtrooms. He, I'm surprised he know which courtroom he's supposed to be in on which day. We got him in so many judges and juries and fights. We're trying to bankrupt him. We're trying to do everything we can. He's still and, and now not only are the white folks turning over and saying we want Donald Trump, we want Donald Trump. Now we got a bunch of our bulwark. Them black folks are saying they want to vote for Donald Trump. 22% of black folks are saying in these battleground state, ladies and gentlemen, that they gonna vote for Donald J. Trump. Now, I don't know about you. I'm telling you. Uh, maybe, maybe, 
Maybe that boy Axelrod got a point. Maybe it's time for just old Joe to just say, look, I got to hang it up. I'm tired of falling up the stairs. I'm tired of falling down the stairs. I'm tired of every which way falling because this ain't something got to give here. Daggone it. Work hard to keep all these, these, these. I got to go, boy. I'm just the 22 percent. 22 percent. Voting for that Donald J. Trump. That's what they say. Yeah, it is tainted love. That's exactly right. Tainted. It tainted. 1982 soft sell. Longest unbroken record on the charts. 43 weeks in the top 100 with this one, ladies and gentlemen. Tainted love on WABC. Both Snurley's Rush Hour. Coming back with you right after this. For I toss and turn, I can't sleep at night. Once I ran to you. Is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ah, yes, the Hotel California. Mm hmm. Glenn Fry's birthday is today. Guitar, vocal with the Eggles. And yes, I know the Eggles bumped off the Cowboys. Cowboys couldn't pull off an over. Couldn't pull it off in regulation. Had two chances in the last minute and dropped it. That's okay. That's okay. It was a good day for the Giants. <laughs> it was a great day for. I, I, I don't. I'm not. You know. I don't want to injuries. I don't laugh at anybody's injuries or mock them or anything else like that. I'm not mocking the Giants because they lost their 160 million dollar quarterback. Funny, the Jets and the Giants, both quarterbacks. Uh, the combined value of these quarterbacks is like, what, half a billion dollars or something? A quarter billion dollars, and they're not playing. Yeah, Hotel California. <clears throat> but anyway, it was a good day for the Giants. Bad day for the Cowboys. It happens. Happy birthday, Glenn Fry. He died. He's heavenly birthday today. 2016, he left us on January 67, right here in New York. Rheumatoid arthritis, colitis, and pneumonia. You know, his son plays with the Eagles now. I did not know that, Diego. Yeah, his son took over for him. Very cool. All right. Now, y'all thought I was through. Y'all thought I was through just because y'all, and I'm going to tell you something, I was through. Till I started getting some text messages here from people who saying, what y'all, um, what are you talking about? Us Democrats, you know, because because I reviewed Democrat history of being the, the original sin racist in America. That's what we are with the Democrat Party. We're proud of it. 
We're proud of the way we kept them, 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 them. What am I allowed to call these people now? We're allowed, but look here. Anyway, I got some other news for you real quick. One of, one of our captives, one of our hostages, if you will, that's not nice. One of our elected officials, that's a Democrat. Her name is Jasmine Crockett. She, she, she from down there, down there in Texas, I think. Anyway, she, she saw the results of these poll. 22% of, of, of black of them people are voting for Donald Trump in the, in, in, in the new poll from the New York Times. And she, what she said was, and get this, I like this. <clears throat> she said them 22%, those people too dumb. They don't understand how any of this works. How dare they? How dare they consider voting for Donald Trump? Those some dumb people. That's what she calling black people that don't think like we want them to think. The ones that are trying to escape us and voting the way we not telling them how to vote. She said they too dumb. They, they, them black don't have any understanding about how any of this works. That's what she said. That's what she said. Y'all dumb. Y'all won't vote for Trump. Y'all a bunch of dummies. This is our girl here in Texas. We done trained her right. She, she got her mind right. She knows she's supposed to stay with us. We her masters. Not how dare these people. How dare them think they could vote for that Donald Trump. So we proud of you, Jasmine. We worked hard to keep y'all on the plant on, 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 on the on the the right side. We're proud of you. You just stay there and you tell them other blacks, you tell your other black friends to come on back home to the Democrats, cause here's where y'all belong. And we don't want y'all thinking for yourselves and going out there voting. How dare y'all want to vote for Donald Trump? Talking about the economy was better under Donald Trump. So what? Y'all black, y'all don't need no money. We take care of you. We got welfare programs. We got food stamps. We got everything in the world y'all could want. What y'all worried about the economy for? We'll take care of you. We got programs for you. We've been programming you since 1964 with that Civil Rights Act. Jasmine got it right. Y'all don't, now y'all black people don't need to be voting for Donald Trump. We as trouble, we, we is, we Democrats, we as troubled by these numbers. We don't like them. And I'll tell you something else we don't like. We don't like that Stephen Crowder fellow. You know what that, you know what that, Diego, you, you, you heard what that Stephen Crowder fellow did? It has to do with the manifesto, right? Or That's something? right. That yeah. boy didn't release that transgender manifesto. We didn't want that thing out in public. We in Nashville, we wanted to keep that thing under wraps. And now it's out there. That's right, my friends. Stephen Crowder has <laughs> put out the, uh, he has put out the, what he says and what many people believe is the Nashville shooters manifesto, the words of 28 year old Audrey Hale on the day she opened fire, killing three young children, three adults. The manifesto has these, among other things, that he wanted to kill. I want to kill all you little crackers. He says he hopes 
I hope I have a high death count. I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't ready to die. If you go through the pages, he talked about these kids in these fancy khakis and sports backpacks, uh, backpacks as well as he, their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. He clearly had a lot of hate for the people that he killed. He said his, her, his, her goal was to kill as many little crackers as possible because of their white privilege. So we got a racist little transgender out here, possibly. Now, for their part, the authorities in Nashville are saying that they are aware of the purported leak. And they're still saying, oh, well, you know, it's going to take some time. These people have had this. They have had this document since, since this shooter. And remember, the attack was on a Christian school. He gunned down three nine-year-old kids and three adults. This was calculated. It was planned. The Nashville, the National Police Association is in a court battle with the Nashville City and Police Department demanding this manifesto be made public. And for some reason, they're keeping it under wraps. And I wonder, I wonder, I have no proof of this. This is just a wondering. I wonder if the White House or anyone from the federal Biden administration was in touch and said, we don't want this manifesto out there. Or whether this was a decision that came strictly from the Nashville Police Department. Well, it's beginning to leak. Now, apparently, this transgendered person had multiple diaries. And so we may only just be getting to see a hint of what that troubled mind was really like. Coming back in a moment. Is this love lift us up where we belong? It is. Jennifer Warnes, Joe Crocker. Cocker, not Crocker. That's a heck of a name. Oh, Mr. Cocker. Joe Cocker. Jennifer Warnes. Three weeks at number one on this one. Back in 1982, this day, from the movie, the movie soundtrack, An Officer and a Gentleman. Of course, lift us up where we belong. On WABC, your call's coming up. Stay with us, 800-848-WABC. But we come still every day. The lift is up where we belong. Where the eagles cry on the Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Nineteen ninety, Madonna breaks new ground. Up until nineteen ninety, recordings were released. Were released. 
on record form. Madonna broke this one in video. First video single. Justify. My love. And there are like six or seven mixes to this thing that are really badass. One of them has, so now what? One of them has a uh, profanity at the end of it that I, we can't play. Wanting. Wanting. She wants to run naked and rain showers and etc. etc. You gotta tell me that is funky, right? On WABC Talk Radio 77. Okay, when you get to your calls, I just want to really quickly go through one or two other stories. There is a story in the Washington Post that I would laugh if I didn't want to cry about it. Trump and his allies plot revenge. Justice Department control in a second term. Oh, imagine that. He actually wants to run the Justice Department. He actually wants the Justice Department, which is in the executive branch, to be under his control. If he's, oh, that must be. And then... So this it took three writers from the from the Amazon Prime Washington Post. Donald Trump and his allies have begun mapping out specific plans for using the federal government to punish critics and opponents should he win a second term. It goes on and on. In private, he's told his advisors and friends he wants to investigate one-time officials, some of whom have become critical of his time in office, uh, John Kelly, William Barr, Ty Cobb, Mark Milley, who should be investigated for treason for what he basically gave the Chinese government, his counterpart in the Chinese government, said, hey, if we have a war action, we'll warn you ahead of time. Never heard anything like it in my entire life. So he wants these people investigated. In public, he's vowed to appoint a special prosecutor to go after Joe Biden and his family. You find that offensive? Why aren't you finding what this trial in New York is offensive? Amazon Prime, Washington Post. There are reasons to actually have someone look into the Bidens. Have you been paying attention to all the money flow that's coming out now? That these bank records have been subpoenaed? The checks that have been flowing back and forth? And then you get to this line. A guy by the name of Sakrishna Prakash, who is a constitutional law professor at the University of Virginia. Get this. He says it would resemble a banana republic if people came into office and started going after their opponents willy-nilly. It's hardly something we should aspire to. They, they write this with a, if there's such a thing as a straight face in print, they say this with a straight face. It would resemble a banana republic if people came into office and started going after their opponents. What in the hell do you think has been happening ever since Joe Biden took office? Mr. Constitutional Law Professor? This is, I mean, these, oh, okay. Next story. Steve Bannon to find out his prison fate. He's been, it's set to discover whether his appeal over contempt of Congress conviction will be successful. Sentenced to four months back in October 20 of 2022. 
Yeah, going after your opponents? How's that? Uh, time's running out. Time's short here. I want to get to a few phone calls. Let us go to uh, uh, Pamela in New Jersey. Pamela, you're on WABC. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. How are you? Oh, hi. Uh, I'm going to change gears a little bit. Yeah, of course there was influence in that Middle Tennessee thing. We're losing Tennessee, uh, Middle Tennessee, up to Middle Tennessee, and we uh, we got to be careful because um, Blackburn's office, uh, the, one of the Tennessee Three from the State House, if you remember all that uh, mm-hmm. stuff going on in, in the State House, one of them, the female, she's going up against Blackburn, and I tell you, if we lose Blackburn, we're in trouble because there goes the red state because then they'll take East Tennessee. Wow. Okay, warning heated. Thank you very much. Yeah, there is a lot of activity with this. I wonder what is going to be the result if they will confirm. They could confirm it right now. They could say, yes, this was part of the information that we're holding from this this manifesto from this trans shooter, but they're not. This thing has been fishy from the beginning down there, and I wonder under whose order they've been holding on to this manifesto. And a shout-out to Stephen Crowder for finally throwing some light on this thing. Thank you so much. Bill in Selden. How are you, Bill? Hey, Bill. Yeah, spot on on your priorities, man. You know, I tell you, these people need to wake up. The Democratic Party is not your friend. They are not your friend. They're evil. They're uh, racist people. Well, let's not forget, too, while we're discussing race, the anti-Semitism that has shown its ugly head throughout the Democrat Party. I will be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow is, and thank you for the call, Bill. I'll be honest with you. Tomorrow's Election Day, folks. It is time to send Democrats a message. And those of you within the sound of my voice who are voting tomorrow, this is a day that you can do it. You don't have to wait till tomorrow, by the way. You can early vote. Make sure you get your vote in. But you have seen on display from the Democrat Party, you've seen all of it. You see the crime in every blue city across the United States. By the way, they're getting finally, finally have an article in here. I can't get to time constraints. They're doing something about the homeless in San Francisco. You know why? They've got a big convention coming to town from out of town foreigners. They want to quote unquote put the best foot forward. So they're sweeping up the homeless people out of their encampments. Now, what does that tell you? They could care less whether people live on the streets until a, a, some until they get a convention in. Then, oh, let's pretend we care about homeless people and sweep them off the streets so nobody sees what the condition is that we have these people living in all the time. You look at the crime. You look at all the videos you've seen over the last year of these mob break-ins in everywhere. You look at behind your local stores, how things have to now be put behind glass and key so that so the people won't even steal these businesses out of house and out of everything that they have. You look at the anti-Semitism and the hate that spews from Democrats. You look at the economy, inflation. Compare everything that you go to buy in the store now to what you were paying for it before Joe Biden took office. And you tell me, please, any anybody why you would want to vote for any Democrat anywhere. It doesn't make sense. we got to take a break. Your calls, we are coming back to 800-848-WABC. 
ELO takes us in on his day in 2018, Hugh McDowell, the English cellist, died of cancer. He was 65 years old. He performed with ELO. 1972, when he was only 19 years old. Coming back, more of your calls, 800-848-WABC. Don't go away. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah. 65. The Rolling Stones. Two weeks at number one. With this one. This one knocked, by the way, the Beatles from number one. The Beatles were at number one with yesterday. Hey, until this one came on. 1965. There are some stories here. This is one. This one, actually, I was a little bit stunned. Talk about polling. A new poll by an Israeli news station. I don't know which news station. Don't know whether the poll was weighted or the methodology involved. But this poll claims that 76% of the respondents in Israel want Netanyahu to resign, many blaming him for the security failures behind the Hamas October 7th terror rampage. And, you know, he had been, there had been a lot of conflict in Israel over uh, him wanting to redo the Supreme Court's independence and reign in the Supreme Court in Israel. So that, according to an unnamed Israeli news station, 76% of respondents supposedly want Bibi Netanyahu to resign. There's also a story from NBC News that Israel's bombardment of Gaza could be a potent recruitment tool for Hamas. This is according to experts. The cycle of radicalization cannot be thwarted by operations like the one Israel is carrying out, which only makes the cycle deeper, wider, and uglier. So I guess that Israel's not supposed to try to wipe out Hamas because that means that they'll only encourage other future terrorists to come on. Yeah, the experts. Experts. Let's go back to the telephone. Sandra in New Jersey, you're on WABC, Boston Lee's Rush Hour. How are you, Sandra? Oh, good, thank you. I'm glad to speak to you, James. Uh, some newsworthy news that I think we should know. Uh, they must be doing a good job because the Jordanian uh, person from, you know, in Texas, a migrant from Texas, was studying how to uh, make a bomb. So they found him. So that's kind of good. But what I really called about James is I was thinking, if someone walks up to one of us and punches us in the face, what do we do? We just ignore it, or do we? What do we do? I think this is a question. Simple. If someone out of the blue walks up to you, because this happened out of the blue in Israel.
people were dancing, having a good day, minding their own business, and out of the blue, they got smacked in the face. So what do you do? Do you just ignore it, or do you... I don't know. And, I, and I'll just tell you one more thing. When I was very little in elementary school, there was a boy that would want to hit me every day. And my mother approached him and gave him a dollar. And she said, Anthony, leave Sandra alone. And she gave him a dollar. But you know what, James? He didn't leave me alone. He kept wanting to hit me. So you know what I did one day? I remember I kicked him and he never bothered me again. Boom. And see, that is, so when I looked at this last story I did here from NBC, that the experts say, oh, Israel shouldn't be, shouldn't be defending itself here. That's only going to create more terrorists. Yeah, experts. Then tell us how to deal with terrorism. One of the things about terrorists is they must be defeated. And that is the lesson that you take from them. Thank you so much. Let's go to Robert in Brooklyn, New York. Robert, you're up. Yeah, um, you know, it was just reported that the United, recently the United States has sent the U.S. submarine Ohio class into the region. And that's very unusual to make that kind of announcement about a submarines. And it's very important, I would think, for the submarines to be stealth. And I just hope they're not, you know, trying to have some pearl type incident over here. I don't know why they would announce it. Another thing is it was just reported in the Flatbush News that a man was arrested for attacking religious Jews like me with pepper spray in Brooklyn. Uh, he was also apparently taking down um, the kidnapped Israeli signs. And the, the other question I have is, you know, how much aid humanitarian otherwise has been given to Ohio or Hawaii? You know, the victims in Ohio, Hawaii and Ohio. Mm, interesting. What have they gotten so far? That is an interesting question that I do not know the answer to. I'd have to research it and find out because uh, there is those stories seem to have disappeared all all but from the news cycle. And let me tell you something: not just those na- uh, natural disasters. There are still rec- people recovering from last seasons, from the season's hurricanes, the one that hit Fort Myers, the one that hit other places, and and. Thank boy, I don't know whether you've heard about this one in Mexico. This is out of our, but this hurricane that suddenly hit in Mexico, Hurricane Otis, devastating. But let me go back to your first question, the nuclear sub. Why? That is a message to Iran. That is a message to Iran that if they try to interfere with this war, that we have a presence there. And I'm sure that that's what it's all about. A message to Iran by way of a nuclear sub. Oh, so soon, and the time is gone. Well, well, well. It is Monday. We're at the beginning of the week. There's a lot that will take place this week. We hope you're here every single day. Tomorrow is election day. Please vote. Please vote. Please vote. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you your families, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you. God willing, we will be back tomorrow and do it all over again at 4 o'clock and see you then. Bye.